Hey, welcome to Behind the Bites. Uh, I'm Mike. And Abbas here. And unfortunately this week, uh, Bavisha has, um, I don't know, as he contracted like... He went to CES yes. and he still hasn't adjusted to the time zone yeah, of Dubai. Yet. I so, must be yeah, sleeping. He's having, exactly. <laughs> he called me a few minutes ago. He's like, oh, sorry, I can't make it. I'm like, what happened? Are you sick or anything? He's like, no, just jet lag, you know. <laughs> and I can, I guess that happens. He spent a couple of weeks in the US and you mm-hmm. know, it, it messes yeah, up Yeah, that'll body. kick your ass. Though, Absolutely, uh, especially when you're flying back east. Right. I and mean, if you're going west, you're all okay. But, you know, going I to was, the US is I, I wonder about that because sometimes I wonder if it's just the excitement <laughs> you think that, that channels the adrenaline to I keep you so. going you're in the u.s you're yeah. like yes like, i want to be up and running but um they need to figure out some tech to tackle jet lag yes That's well you know we, I, we've uh, the magazine tested a few things there's like a little uh like a sleep mask that you can wear okay that kind of like fires light or something at your eyes when your All eyes right. are closed to try and mediate jet lag but it doesn't work doesn't it have to do something with the circadian clock or something right, like that in right. your body that's and it tries fake. to it tries yeah. to adjust those those rhythms but who knows yeah i don't it's, know it's just one of the, the yeah. man man is probably not supposed to fly great distances <laughs> maybe so if we, uh, could, yeah if we could we should have had wings right yeah right wings, there <laughs> we go. anyways um welcome back to the show it's our first show this new year we've mm-hmm. been out for the last um three weeks uh mike's been traveling i was traveling a little bit as well and then you know just sort of thought, hey, it's yeah, time like, to revive yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. We're yeah, back. Absolutely, we're back. So much news. <laughs> lots and lots, yeah. I mean, we've missed three weeks, so I don't think we're going to go back all the way. Let's just kind of find out what happened in the uh, in the week of uh, this last week in time. Well, exactly. And I think um, Bavisha was at CES, so we might be focusing That's a little true. bit more on the next issue, uh, absolutely. episode Absolutely. In fact, he had this whole list of things from mm. CES that he wanted to speak about. Mm. But, um, you know, since he's not here, we'll, we'll try to tackle whatever we can mm. uh, sitting from Dubai. Um, so the first thing that he sort of mentioned on that list from CES was how everything is powered by Alexa, which is Amazon's new voice mm-hmm. assistant that, you know, sort of you work with. You just issue commands to it through voice mm-hmm. and it does things for you. Fantastic device. I yeah. think it's wonderful that Amazon has opened it up so everyone can sort of integrate it into their systems. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really taken off. Mm-hmm. Uh what do you think, Mike? I mean, do you yeah. think Alexa is sort of going to be the next revolution in computing? I think Amazon's been super smart about this because, I mean, going into CES, I think we kind of expected there to be a little bit of this kind of thing going, but right. really Alexa was the undisclosed star of the show, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, that's like, what I hear. She, uh, she was in all products. Like Amazon had, had managed to get her into things that they weren't even exhibiting themselves. Hmm. You know, everything from Lenovo speakers to LG have a home a home robot now that has it has it built Everything into it. Built in. Watches, cars. Uh, I think Ford announced that yes. it would have integration in one Absolutely. of their cars, which is crazy. Um, my thing with 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 Echo. I mean, I have one myself, and I'm going to try and avoid actually. I've just realized saying the name because if yeah. anybody's listening, I've at got home, one behind you as well. So. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's, just, she's, uh, she's uh, just lighting just up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is that Amazon have been pretty clever about this because I, if you look at the the voice assistants, uh, the main three, right? So it's Amazon's, mm-hmm. it's Google's, and yep. Apple with yep. Siri. Um, Google is in the pr- most prime position to do this because no, it has the ability to the amount of data, it can the amount process. of data from absolutely. everybody, right? Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Apple, unfortunately, is has is a closed system, so it's limited yes. in what it can do. Even though Siri is and okay. Apple's big on privacy as right. well, they don't want to share your data with exactly, everybody else, which is which is fine. But I think what what Amazon have done that is clever is they've tried to get Echo into the hands of as many people as possible, particularly in this last wave where you can now get a dot for, what is it, $40, $50, or something right? Like that. Absolutely. And it's cheap. And why would you not want one in every mm-hmm. room of the house if, if you're so inclined? And in order to do that, it can then pass all the information that it gets when people are asking commands and use that to build this database that Google is way ahead of for them. And I think that's really clever. And the fact that it's opened up the API, which I would assume that Let's assume that Google's going to do the same thing. I think they've announced. They've so, already yeah, announced exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Um, whether that lead that Amazon have will, will stay will be interesting to see. But it's 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 a good move on them. I think the device is fantastic. It is. I it mean, is very nice. See, look, I mean, clearly they missed the smartphone boat. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they tried with the Fire Phone, yeah. didn't really get anywhere. It was a bomb mm-hmm. for them, unfortunately. So, do you think this is the next wave of computing? Uh, interestingly, when I think somebody asked, was it Phil Schiller or somebody mm-hmm. else from Apple about Amazon? And he's like, look, the assistant that's best is the one that's always with you. Now, obviously, yeah. you can't take uh, Alexa or Echo yeah. with you everywhere. Well, it needs to be yet. power. Not yet. I mean, I mean they are sort of... coming to Huawei 
Burns. Exactly. Yeah. So who I'll be announced gonna be in the phone. You said yeah. you mentioned Ford, who's gonna have it yeah. in their car as well. Um, so and, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see something along the likes of the um, what was it, the Sony Xperia Ear yeah. that we kind of looked at yeah, recently kind of and have an Alexa powered device on there. So that's always on yeah, you as well. I mean, shit, they put it in a fridge this year, right? LG announced a fridge with Alexa. Oh, did they? Uh, okay, I yeah, it's like thankfully everywhere. I missed that announcement. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're right. I, look, I think maybe. Okay, voice control is difficult because it requires a set of commands that need to be learned by the user. Sure. Right? As opposed to a phone where you can kind of poke at stuff until it's ready, right? Right. Voice, voice can be tricky because if you don't say things in the right way, you don't know whether, you're, whether you can achieve what you want. That's true. Right? That is very true. However, in the situation of in, in the home or in a car... It can be very useful because it's a predefined set of tasks that you need it to do. So, excuse me, turn on my lights, uh-huh. you know, right. turn on the radio, right. this kind of stuff. That can be achieved, right? Fair enough. But I kind of remember you mentioned this um, in a few episodes back was that it can't distinguish between your voice and your partner's yeah. voice. So, I mean, what's stopping someone else in the car or at mm-hmm. your home, you know, just blurping out comments? I mean, I, I brought one at the office just a couple of weeks back. And literally anyone in the office can just shout out her name and ask her to do things. Um, you know, it's it, it needs to recognize who's talking mm-hmm. to her. And then accordingly with, uh, you know, the user associated with no. that account, sort of do that. No, so and you're it's right. A grocery this, list, this is the next yeah. step, isn't it? Exactly. Because it's fine if you're a single person living in a college dorm. Absolutely. <laughs> it's the <Yes>. best. <laughs> but if you're living with a family of four, <laughs> exactly. it, you can't share calendars. No, absolutely. I mean, you, absolutely. I mean, you can switch grocery Amazon list, accounts. Yeah. I, you can switch Amazon accounts with Alexa, but it's tricky and it's, you have to do it through the app and it's not done by voice. Um, I figured out a way to kind of work it so that... Uh, Myself and my girlfriend can share a shopping list app, right? So that we can use it for two people. Sure, but it doesn't distinguish between the two exactly. of us exactly, like you said. Like it doesn't know that it's her asking and not me. No, absolutely. Um, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, no disrespect to your girlfriend, ha, but the next thing she says is like, "Put pads on the list." Right. I mean, you don't a, want to be in a grocery yeah, store yeah. looking at her like, "Wait a minute, what's that doing over here?" Yeah, stuff, exactly. You know? <laughs> so you'd want your privacy. She'd want her privacy. Sure, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think that. It needs to sort of develop. Yeah, and I think you're... I mean, look, clearly they have smart people working on this. It must be something that's coming. They, I mean, you look at the you look at the intelligences behind something like DeepMind, Google's AI, and, you know, it beat the world's number one Go player. Right. And what something I read recently, something that they haven't really been talking about too much, is that it actually then they put it online to play against other random people in, like, China, Japan, with these places where Go is popular, and it was beating the... It ended up beating the top 50 Go players in That's the world, correct. right? Yep. Which is... Which is insane. Insane. Which is insane. With, without them knowing as yes. well, which is, you know, so... Uh, so the AI is clever. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I think Google is probably in a better position mm-hmm. to take this forward. Yeah. I mean, think about, okay, Google on your phone, mm-hmm. right? And there's a way to personalize it over the last, I think, the last year or so. Mm-hmm. Google added that where it only responds to your voice. Yeah. So Google is learning your voice. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're actually working in the mm-hmm. background for the last year or year and a yeah. half to distinguish your voice from, from everybody others, yeah. else's voice. I hope so. And well. yeah, exactly. I think it puts Google in a lot better position mm-hmm. to sort of customize a device to you, mm-hmm. uh, sort of make it your own personal device yeah. versus Amazon. Amazon still needs to rely on you know you addressing the Echo. Yeah. In whichever shape or form it is, mm-hmm. uh, whereas Google with Android and the phone that you have with you mm-hmm. always, you know, you're sort of blurring commands out to it. Yeah. So I think Google is just in a better position. Mm-hmm. Again, I I, I agree. I mean, it's you know, it's a it's a lovely lead that Amazon have got. Whether they continue to maintain it, particularly in this market, as we know that I mean, neither of them are available here properly through right, through exactly. official channels. But you could see that the Google product would probably be out here before no, totally. we ever get the um, the Echo. Totally, I don't think Echo understands more than a couple of languages, right? No, exactly. It's, and uh, actually, as a, as an example, I mean, I was in uh, when I was traveling. I was in Norway, and, and as a Christmas present to my girlfriend's father, we gave him uh, an Amazon an Echo Dot, and it was fantastic. But unfortunately, it couldn't pass his accent for the town right. where we, he lives in there order to go. get the weather and if you know if you can't do basic exactly. functions like absolutely. that absolutely it's a absolutely. bit tricky right and they'll get there eventually absolutely I, I think they will but again coming back to for example the phone from Huawei the Mate 9 mm-hmm. in the US the version they're going to release over there is going to support Alexa mm-hmm. right out of the box yeah 
again, would you use Alexa or would you use Google, which is also already built into that Google yeah. Now's, you know, every Android phone right there. So I mean, which one would you sort of choose? You know, it, it's, it's, it's funny though, because I think they're both kind of different use cases as well, right? Like I trust Google more for like directions because you know sure. it's going to ping Google Maps and that kind of thing, Absolutely. recommendations. Absolutely, yeah. Alexa, is, it, she works in, in a home setting because a tra- you've trained yourself to be able to use her with your lights, mm-hmm. with turning on the TV if, if you hack her a little bit, <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's funny though. I mean, you've used Google Assistant, exactly, right? But Google does that out of the box. Yeah. No training required. You yeah, just exactly. tell them to show this trailer on the TV mm-hmm. and it powers on your TV because yeah. that, well, again, Chromecast is such a cheap device, like $30 device mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And you plug it into your uh, television mm. and you know, you're know you basically getting the power of Google right mm-hmm. behind that as well. Yeah. Um, interestingly, I, uh, I, I literally today at home, I switched. I was using Eero for networking okay, yeah, at home. Sure. Uh, I've got a bit of a villa, so I mean, it, one router doesn't necessarily cover mm. everything. And I've been eyeing the Google Wi-Fi, the okay. new one that they've yeah. released. Um, I wanted to get one of those. Mm. Bavisha was in the U.S. as I, as we mentioned, it's yes, and I asked him to pick one up. Mm. And um, I didn't, I didn't, I hadn't asked him to pick one up. I was going to order one from Amazon to and get so it delivered to him so he can bring it. Sure. Amazon was completely out of stock mm. with them, completely. Wow. There was not a single unit, uh, a three pack available that I kind of wanted. So what I did was. Um, on eBay, mm. I found someone selling, not the Google Wi-Fi, but the OnHub router, which is what Google released before yep, that. Correct. And the latest update they have on That's that. That's the one they did with D-Link. With Asus and uh, T- not T-Link. D-Link. Uh, T-P-Link. T-P-Link. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Those two. And the latest software update that they've released for OnHub, it supports mesh networking now. Ah. So you can create a wireless mesh between yeah. OnHub. So it's essentially so just a, it's, an, an it's, it's a more powerful right? version yeah. of Google Wi-Fi because right. it's got more antennas. It's yeah, slightly bigger sure. as well. So um, I went out and ordered a couple of those because mm. someone was selling them for a very, very good price, like nice. $100, oh, wow. which is fantastic. Is steal? Yeah, exactly. So that just came in yesterday, and I was just yeah. setting up my home mm-hmm. network today, again, using Google. Mm. So it's interesting how Google is sort of moving into the space where it's you know pretty much all around you. It's yeah. not just on your phone anymore. I mean, that's TV. where they need to be, right? I think you know they, it, they started as a humble search company. <laughs> But I mean, if they're not integrated into all factors of your life, I yeah. mean, they have the ability to do that and they have the ability to, to get information from that, right? Uh-huh. And my other thing is, though, is at CES, what we saw, to bring it back to that, is that everybody was getting into into Echo. This mm. is it, though. Like, we, there were few announcements, if any, relating to people putting Google Home into devices, right? right? Like, the predominant AI or assistant... Yes. Was was Alexa. Was Alexa. Right. So I don't know whether Amazon are paying people to do this or it's just the ease of access to do it. I, I believe it's probably the ease of access right now. But I'm considering mm-hmm. Google's recently released. I suppose the, it's newer, yeah. Yeah, it's new and they've just literally opened up the API for that a month ago or right. something. But th- so next CES will yeah. be interesting to see, yes, you know, where does that go? Sure. It, it yeah. would be very interesting. Still want... Still want it for my Sonos. Come on, guys. <laughs> Release oh, it. Oh, they still haven't done no, that? No, still in closed okay, beta. Any idea if uh, Google Home supports that? Uh, you know what? So the Sonos CEO uh, is stepping down, and there was an interview with the okay. incoming CEO, who is also they promoted from within, and he was saying that they're looking at a much more uh, sort of voice-friendly, uh, I suppose, game plan moving forward. They didn't name anything, but I could see mm. that they might end up supporting both at some level. Got it. Um, I mean, it makes sense for them, doesn't it? Right? Like, because if you look at the Play 5 speaker that Sonos put out, right. it actually has two microphones built into it. Okay. Neither of them are used. Huh. Uh, well, that's what not is true. that? For one of them, used, well, one of them is used for tuning. Okay. And then the other one is sure. not. So I think what had happened originally, they were looking at in creating some kind of voice recognition system. Right. But. They recently had some bad times where they fired a bunch of people, let go a bunch of people, excuse me. Um, and I think what's happened is they've restructured the company. So now that rather than just investing in the tech themselves, uh-huh. why not go with Google? Why not go with Amazon when they've got the tech there already? And huh. especially now, if you know, you can just if it's a simple line of code that you can put into. Do you think Apple's got anything to do with that? Maybe they wanted to integrate Siri into it, and maybe it's, 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 it's a possibility. I mean, you can buy now Sonos in Apple stores. Right. Exactly. So and, uh, I'm assuming that maybe very much further into their discussion with Apple, mm. Apple probably decided that they want to come in with a speaker of their own. Sure. So they probably didn't allow them to use Siri. Which sure. Doesn't it, make sense to have a couple of mics and not use them at all. No, it, it was an odd put. Like you know, I mean, yeah. the Play Five's been out for a while, and um, 
when it happened, everybody's like, oh, well, this is going to happen. But it yeah. never materialized. And I can't believe that they weren't doing stuff behind the scenes to try and get that going. Interesting. Um, very, very interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun. It's just a restructure in the company. I feel like why waste the R&D money when you can... You know, get it from Rely somewhere else, right? Else like, do don't compete with don't compete with Google and Amazon. Just got it. Back, you know, use the back of them up. I mean, Sonos. I could talk for hours. It's a fascinating company because here you are with a piece of tech that, like, some of my Sonos units are over ten years old. Wow, and they still work. Oh wow! So they like what? Can, what other tech can you say that <laughs> That's about? That's true. That's they still true. work, and they still work as That's great true. as the day that they came no, absolutely. out. Absolutely, and if it's yeah. a good sound quality that yeah. you're enjoying, you know, it's not like the sound quality is going to yeah. degrade over time. Mm-hmm. It's you know. And they say that they find that if uh, the adoption rate is, if you buy one, you're pretty much likely to buy at least another two to three. Really? After yeah. that, just wow. because of the way the system works. And no, it's fantastic. I mean, we'll see. Sorry. So another thing <laughs> it's that not to derail <laughs> it. <laughs> so um, another. Well, another gadget or another category that CES is traditionally known for um, TVs, televisions. Yeah. Um, you know, you get to hear or see a lot of new TVs at CES every year. I guess there were some new ones this year as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, um, announcements from Alexa or, you know, Amazon mm-hmm. or cars sort of overshadowed that. Mm. That doesn't mean there weren't any TV announcements. No. There were, in fact, a couple of good ones. For sure. And you're a TV geek. Yeah, so a little bit. <laughs> you, uh, I know that you've mentioned the LG and the Sony one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do you for, want to sort of just quickly... Yeah, for sure. Okay, so, I mean, there were three three sort of main ones. Uh, there was Samsung with the new QLEDs, which is sort of their repackaging of the quantum dot stuff they've been doing previously into a bit of an acronym that kind of goes off against uh, against OLED. Okay. You know, I think they positioned themselves to be like, hey, you like OLED? Look at this. We've got QLED. Huh. Let's get into that. And then that was fine. I mean, I, again, I haven't seen anything hands-on, so right. I can't speak. But I mean, Samsung's last TVs last year were good. Okay. Like really good. You have you um, have you tested the OLED uh, LGs as well? Yes, as well. And okay. What's your opinion? Just I love either. OLED. Yeah. Um, I I have an OLED LG television nice. and it is beautiful. Nice. The blacks. I mean, it's not HDR, but um, the blacks are phenomenal. Okay. And I think you know, I mean, you're not rivaling what you had previously with plasma. I think unfortunately those days are not coming back. Right. But uh, but just the level of it, the co- like the contrast levels that you can get from an OLED is fantastic. And okay. We've talked. Uh, before just the the issue being is the being able to create enough panels for it like the production on the Absolutely, panels is yes. difficult right yes um and and only at the moment uh lg do that until ces mm-hmm. when sony announced a, an oled but tv also using an lg panel correct right. correct and this is why so i think sony announced a suite of i think three or four televisions but only the very high-end one was an oled one the rest they're still using the standard lcd tech so uh, their flagship was OLED, yes. which is a panel they haven't designed. Right. It's interesting to put the yeah. product it's, it's funny. on somebody um, else's shoulders. But I mean, yeah, it's, I, it's, it, what I feel like is it's a gamble for them saying, okay, let's try it, see how it goes. If this OLED stuff works, right? then you know maybe next year we'll see more or even halfway through the year. Who knows? Um, what I like about the Sony television, aside from the OLED, is that it also has a really interesting sound proposition built mm-hmm. into it where basically they've now put this built the speakers into the panel itself right so that the audio comes through the television um so you'd imagine you're watching i don't know like a like a drama or something and there's a person standing on the right hand side of the screen the voice will come from where their mouth is located on that particular side of the screen wow um and then can pan across the length of the screen all oh, this wow. kind of stuff. yeah very interesting that right? is very interesting. again i haven't heard it it's it's a cool proposition i you know my brain starts to think about where you go in terms of surround sound in that kind of in that kind of scenario because how do you then is it better than surround or is it just like a fancy sound bar right but the question is i mean uh, the content that's created for it does it need Mm. to be programmed to recognize yeah that's a very good question i'm not how does the tv know if someone's standing on yeah i don't i don't think so i mean maybe yeah that would be quite interesting to me yeah that's a very good. Huh. That's a very good question. A bus. Like it's one when we get our hands yeah. on what to find out. But uh, but I mean it's an interesting concept. But then like what about that is as a I said what a concept actually. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's weird though, isn't it? Because it can be so good, but it could also be very terrible. I think, and or maybe yes. not very terrible, but I think maybe not as as good an, as an all enveloping sound that we're used to. If you have a five point one system, absolutely, you're used to to yes. sound you being in the center of 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 the image and stuff happening behind you right. as it happens whereas this doesn't because it can't it can't project 
I mean, you know, Absolutely, maybe, maybe yeah. it can. Yeah. Physical, physical dimensions yeah. as well. I mean, yeah. you know, when you've got uh, surround speakers, mm. I'm assuming they're big for a reason. Yes. I mean, that well, could be probably... Uh, so this is very clever. This, they actually have the subwoofer. It's got like an A-frame stand, if you okay. imagine. So it's like a flat panel right. with a bit sticking out of the back and the sub is built into that. Huh. So okay. it's given them a little bit of weight in order to actually get a decent sub into there. Nice. Um, which is clever. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I mean, I'm sure we'll we'll get a hands on it at some point this year. Hopefully, they bring it um, to the least. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, we'll see. I mean, there's yeah. no word. We reached out to Sony, but didn't hear anything. Okay. Uh, with the other was LG. LG. Yeah. yeah. So again, OLED televisions, uh, lovely. The the kind of big thing about their <coughs> excuse me sets this year is that they uh, flagship is called a wallpaper TV. So it's less than three millimeters thick, which oh, is wow. yeah, which is bonkers, right? That is insane. <laughs> Some would say probably unnecessary. Right. I mean, I'm sure it looks beautiful. Um, right. And I'm assuming it's meant to be hung on a wall. And yes, correct, correct. Right. I mean, the, the the idea is that yeah, you would just hang it on a wall, right. and when you're not using it, okay, it would just look like a piece of the furniture. And mm. I remember there was a Samsung a couple of years ago mm -hmm. where there was just like a couple of wires that went into the frame or the display itself and then everything else was on a base. So is the LG somewhat similar Correct. to that? Correct. My, my understanding is that this, the wires come out of it and okay. into a, uh, an actual soundbar, mm -hmm. which handles all the audio. And in right. there, it also has your HDMI, yeah, has the HDMI like pass through. All that I think that's a smart design. Mm -hmm. I think that's a For very real. smart design because I mean, I remember with Samsung, what they were uh, sort of pushing was that, you know, you don't need to change the panel every mm. year, keep that panel, replace the box at the bottom. So you get the latest features, fastest features yeah. for your smart TV. Yeah. Unfortunately, Samsung haven't updated the... Like they haven't. You, no, from my understanding, okay. you, you're not able to just go and Ouch. buy a new one. Um, okay. What's clever about that is also sort of the play to keep the consumer with your brand, I think. Because then if you're going to release, particularly the soundbar element of it, if right. you're going to go and then release a soundbar that is has to be used with that television... Mm -hmm. Then, the, then you're more inclined to go. Well, okay, well, full true. surround. Yes, I'm going to buy the satellite speakers from LG as well because they're right. compatible, and right. I think that's clever. Huh. But it sucks for the rest of us that want, <laughs> that want other things. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. I mean, TVs are you know TVs a CES. It's always been like that, and I think it's going to be um, it's going to be an interesting year. We're still in that in that stage where Samsung is fighting off OLED. Um, right. And I think. Do you think they will succeed? With I, that? I don't think so. I think it's, OLED is, it's is quite the way to go. Because, I mean, look, I mean, you've got LG, you've got Samsung, and you've got Sony, which mm. are traditionally the three big TV players, at mm -hmm. least in this part of the world. That's how yeah. we kind of see them. Um, LG is the only one doing OLED. Yep. And almost everyone I've spoken to about OLED loves the picture quality. Yeah. They say it's just fantastic. Mm. Uh, not just that, but uh, if you look at the recent. Um, Apple uh, event mm -hmm. where they introduced a new MacBook Pros. Yeah. Uh, they introduced a panel by LG Correct, again. Yeah. So yeah. I, I wonder if this is LG's sort of, you know, highlight for the next few years mm. where they're going to be going to be the dominant player in well, the they, They've definitely banked a lot of their business on it. And, yeah. you know, if they if, if it pays off, they're going to be good. Just in the same way that Sony mm. make all the cameras for everybody, right? For the smartphones. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so if might. you can't, if you can't make the best phone in the world why not supply the parts to the best phone in the world true but then samsung does uh, oled or uh, Sam mm -hmm. amoled on uh, yeah. the galaxy s8 yeah. s7 as well mm -hmm. and uh, there's rumors i think we've talked about this before that the next iphone may potentially might go exactly that do that absolutely yeah. absolutely so it would be interesting to see how that sort of um, you know goes forward mm. Speaking of Samsung and OLED and S8, I don't know if you managed to see that video that Samsung um, actually officially released for their AMOLED panels just a couple of days no, back. I okay, it's quite interesting. So, I mean, they basically the the ad is for their AMOLED technology mm -hmm. as to how good it is compared to you know whatever else is available yep. on mobile phones Retina. right now. <laughs> LCD, whatever. <Yeah>. You <laughs> um, but very very interestingly is that at the last second of that ad a device comes up, ah. which sort of very much matches what the S8 yeah. leaks point out to be. It's not the Galaxy and A. You know, <laughs> they, they don't say anything at all. Right. It's just, just a device pops up and it looks fantastic. Awesome. So I wonder if that is something that, you know, that, mm. that they will sort of, um, you know, announce mm. whenever yeah. they announce. I mean, it's getting S8. close. What are we, a month away from MWC? A little bit more, two months? We are, but uh, from my understanding, they are not going to be announcing mm -hmm. the S8 at MWC. Uh, a lot of rumors are sort of pointing to that. It's going to be an event after after uh, okay. I think they're going to wait on that, huh. which is <clears throat> interesting because, I mean, we have HTC, who's also just announced their flagship yeah. almost a month before Correct. MWC. 
So at MWC, other than the LG yeah. G6 or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, and whatever gonna Sony's going to announce. Um, so again, Sony, do you think they're actually going to announce? Because the XZ is fairly new as well. It's just six months old. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, it would be interesting to see what Sony announced, whether it's just an update, like a pro version right. of the XZ or something like that. Right. They tend to seem to leave their big announcements for IFA. Huh. Because yeah, they, can, they, can, they have the floor for mobiles there, right? Exactly. Except for Huawei, who announced a phone. And I believe that Huawei will probably Huawei have something. Huawei will most likely announce the follow-up to P, yeah. the P9, yeah, the, the P9, P10. Yeah, the P10. Exactly. So I'm assuming P10 um, and the LG G6 yeah. are going to be the ones that we will see. Uh, coming back to um, HTC, who mm. announced their U series. So mm. they're taking a break from the the 10, HTC 10 series, that mm-hmm. or M, M10 or whatever it is that they were calling yeah. it. Uh, and they've gone with a new one called U now, which U is Ultra. U Ultra and U yeah, Play. There are two devices right, that are going to be coming out. Yeah. Um, I was watching that um, the presentation live. Mm-hmm. Um, very awkward presentation. Yeah. I mean, it was very, very, very. <laughs> I just awkward. saw some clips after, to be honest. Yeah, it was. It, it, was, it, uh, it wasn't a very polished presentation mm. that you'd expect from the likes of Apple or Samsung yeah. and or even both, HTC. We've, we've both seen. been to HTC presentations. No, absolutely, and, and they're, they're normally, they've been fairly yeah. good. But this one just seemed very disconnected from one person to the other, mm-hmm. and it, it didn't look like there was much flow to it. Mm. Not only that, but, I mean, they announced the phone, but they didn't really announce anything behind the scenes of that phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for example, they mentioned it's our best camera ever, and that's it. There were yeah. no details released, how many megapixels, mm-hmm. you know the aperture, whatever. There's mm. nothing, nothing at all. So it was very, very, very different event. I'm, I'm not sure what they were planning on yeah. that. They have a, they have an event planned for Dubai mm-hmm. next week. Yeah, that's right. We'll be we're going to get our hands on. But uh, so, I mean, just my initial thoughts on on mm. the uh, on the new U-series is that um, I don't know. I mean, there isn't anything about it that particularly excites me. Mm-hmm. Um, the chipset is Snapdragon 821, and we've mm-hmm. seen that before already. So, like in the LG one of their v- phones, haven't they've had it? Uh, in no, the, they've no, got no. the 820 in, right. in the previous in the version, 10, but yeah. 821 is, I think, Pixel and the OnePlus mm-hmm. 3T are yeah. the only ones that have that right now. Uh, but uh, Qualcomm's already announced the 830 and 835. Right, exactly. And I'm assuming most of the flagships moving forward are going to be based yeah. on that. So, by the time this phone is, which is the second thing, they announced it, they, they're, they're announcing it like literally last week and this mm. next week in Dubai, but the phone's not coming out until March. Well, yeah, this is, so, so I good. think this is what's going to happen. Yeah, they're going to have. It's going to come out in conjunction with MWC, right? Right, but then why? But why not just announce it there? Exactly. Yeah, it makes no exactly. sense. Unless I'm, I'm thinking that they're probably a bit afraid of not necessarily having cutting edge technology in mm-hmm. the phone, and it's probably going to get lost in CES yeah. amongst the announcements of the Huawei P10 or the LG G6 or you know mm-hmm. whatever else comes along. So maybe that that could be one of the reasons. Yeah. Uh, you know, from what I've read about the phone, the design is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll get to play with it next yeah. week. I mean, as you're right. It looks great. I think what, if you look at the way sort of HTC has been f- fractured over the last year, it's that the 10 was a good, like by all accounts, was a good phone. Absolutely. It just wasn't outstanding. No, absolutely. There was nothing that really kind of made it stand out from everything else. Like it did everything right as far as I'm concerned. Correct. But, and everybody said, look, next year, HTC need to have something that needs to like bring it. Yeah. And I don't know if the Ultra does or the, the U does. Exactly. Um, it seems like it's, again, fine. Um, yeah, but fine. But with no headphone check. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I think that's everybody's doing that. This and year, a secondary so. display just like the LG Right. There, there is that. But I think if anything's proved that, that that's probably yeah. like a gimmick more than anything. I yeah. mean, I liked it in the, yes, in the V10, exactly. V20, but it's not really it make or break, right? It's a decent right? purpose. But I think uh, one of the interesting features that they have that sort of goes well with the secondary display mm. is that they've got four mics that are always on and always listening. Mm. So you've got that whole interaction with the device where if it's just lying in front of the table, you know, kind of like just a wake up keyword for mm-hmm. it. And that little screen powers up, not the whole phone. Yeah. So you have a little bit of a better yeah. usage. Yeah, of they're that calling it screen. like artificial intelligence, artificial inti- everybody's, which is, which is yeah. a bit cheeky because yeah. it's really not. Yeah. But um, I mean that's the play, right? But I, I wonder if it was almost like people told HTC that yeah, you need to uh, you need to bring something next year that's interesting, and then they had a whole slew of options available <laughs> to them that other manufacturers were doing, like dual cameras, right. uh, modular stuff. And they were like, no, we're going to go for that second screen yeah, yeah, and some yeah. of this AI stuff. I'm not sure and, uh, who's making their decisions. I mean, I mean, obviously, I'm interested to try it. Uh, yeah, for I've, sure. I've, I've for always, sure. I've always liked to give HTC the benefit of the doubt. Unfortunately, recently, it's been 
I, I mean, they've been making okay phones, but like nothing, think, nothing extraordinary. True. And if you go back five years or four years, I mean, mm. they were fantastic. Yeah. Almost everything that they were doing, the rest of the mm. industry was following. I exactly. mean, for example, when you look at the metal unibody design, mm-hmm. uh, they did it before Apple did. Yeah. And they had those live pictures and mm-hmm. on iOS, the yeah. Zoe or whatever else that they, uh, the ultrapixel camera. So they were so far ahead of the game. Unfortunately, Samsung just wiped the floor off yeah. everybody else in the industry. And they never could sort of retain that. Yeah. that but I mean, this year is ripe for people to come in and take that spot because Samsung's had a bad couple I, of months. Yeah, but I don't see that. I mean, look, yeah. I mean, if any company that's benefited out of Samsung, I'd say it's Huawei. Mm-hmm. I think uh, sure. they came up with the Mate 9, which yeah. I think fantastic phone. Mm-hmm. We've, we've said that again and again. Mm-hmm. And it was a perfect timing for them because it was a phablet and the Note was already yeah. also not, you know, sort of in there. So I think they were probably the ones that capitalized the most out of Samsung's misfortunes. Yeah. Uh, but having said that, coming back into this year, Samsung's going to put everything they have on the S8. Yeah, everything. And it's going to be if one hell of a phone. I be, I, if it's not a good phone, I don't even know what to oh, say, I'm man. Willing because to it's, that yeah. it's probably... It's, yeah. it's either going to be the best or the second best phone of the year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's between this and the iPhone. Yeah. Uh, you know, because iPhone is, Apple is expected to like majorly revamp the iPhone mm-hmm. as well. So it's either the S8 or the new iPhone. Yeah. They're going to be, you know, the phone of the year. Yeah, I mean, if the leaks are anything to go by. Yeah, it's, it looks amazing. Looks, looks and they've managed to put the fingerprint sensor behind the mm-hmm. screen as well, which is the first for any yeah. phone. So I think that, that that's a lot that's sort of going on for them. Yeah. Um, Google Pixel. So I've actually got one right behind you. Um, and I know you've been wanting to play yeah, with one. I'll, I'll yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, again, I think it's it's a it's a great product from a software point of view. Mm. Uh, almost everything's done right from a software point of view. From a hardware point of view, I think you have better options. Okay. Uh, doesn't support wireless charging. It doesn't mm. support waterproofing. Uh, you know, uh, I think yeah. the cameras are right. Uh, cameras okay. The screen to body ratio isn't that high. The camera's great actually. The camera's mm-hmm. really good. But uh, when you bring in those dual camera setups from the yeah. Plus, and you know. Um, they offer a better advantage off it. So I think next year, Google's also going to be pretty mm. good with the Pixel. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a report saying that Google had scrapped everything at the beginning of last year right. and then had to make the phone in nine months. Nine months, exactly. And so, this is what they've yeah. come up with, nine months, and I can't wait to see what they yeah, do when like they've got a full cycle, year. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, all these high-end phones, but, I mean, interestingly, we received a somewhat medium-end phone, the Honor 6X. Oh, super good segue. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Um, but uh, what a great device for just 959 Yeah, pounds. I was very impressed. I mean, Honor have been making some, quietly making some really good phones. Really, really like good. The, we should talk about the Honor 8, yeah, and that was, really was a lovely well. phone. Um, and the 6X, we've tried it. We've had it for the last, what, two days, three days? I'm playing around with it. It's lovely. It is. I'm I mean, sure. it's a pared-down version of, 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 of the Mate, yeah, 9, of the Mate yeah. 9, which Absolutely. is which is nice if which you can't fair. afford it. Not yeah, that. I mean, it's just like, what, 959 dirhams. Mm-hmm. You've got a 5.5-inch screen, um, a very good finish. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like a cheap mm-hmm. phone from any angle. It's got a dual camera setup as well. Yeah. Uh, I found with the close. camera, it's what one of them is only... Two megapixels. Yeah, two megapixels yeah, and a no OIS camera, as yeah, well. Absolutely. Right? So you're, you're not getting the same kind of level. But, I mean, it has it has that nice depth of field effect that you can exactly. get on the Mate 9. Yes. And if you play around with it enough, you can get decent, nice photos. Sure, absolutely. But, um, I mean, at the end of the day, they got to sell that 2000 dirham phone as well. So right. obviously not going to put all yeah. the bells and whistles off the Mate 9 Correct. into the Honor 6. Right? Yeah. Again, but for 959 dirhams, I don't know if there's a better phone that you can buy. Yeah, it says here on the show notes, do we need to spend money on <laughs> high-end phones? And I think if that is that is a question that's going to be very true for this year, right? Like 2017, I think, is going to prove that more than anything because we're going to get some incredibly good high-end phones yeah. from Apple, from Samsung, probably yes. from Google as well. But I think that the mid-range is is like if going from this, going from the OnePlus 3T. Yep. Um Fantastic phones. Yeah, and like Just fantastic phones. You know, unless you want the bleeding edge tech, which I know you, and, you I, and I, you would. and I do. Absolutely, yeah. Like, does the does the average consumer need it? I don't think so, man. I, I mean, yesterday I was at Virgin and I spent eighty dirhams on a Type C to Lightning cable. Eighty dirhams <laughs> on a freaking one meter cable. That's where they get you, man. Uh, honestly, I don't think it costs them more than five bucks to make no. it. But that's a discussion for. But I mean, yeah. you know, like people are willing to pay that much. For sure. uh, obviously, if they're available for that, yeah. you know, people are buying them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think the high end phones. Well, in fact, I'm willing to bet that the market segment is going to increase mm-hmm. because really that's the only place where these guys are making money. Mm-hmm. When you do these mid-end phones, they're not making any money no, out of them. True. Companies aren't making any money. Great for the consumer, not so mm-hmm. much for the company manufacturing. So them. do you think we'll see 
this trend continue and then at some point it's just going to die because I don't think it's going to die I mean you look at uh, the Samsung A series that we attended mm. the launch for just again last week fantastic device you know again just like about a 12 or 1500 dirham something along those yeah. range uh, but fantastic device and mm -hmm. competes really well with the S7, the mm -hmm. flat version. It's not an edge, right. it's, it's a flat version. And looking at that device makes me think that there's no reason for them to announce the S8 in a flat version mm -hmm. because this is a pretty good yeah. device. And exactly. I think you'd want to position your uh, higher end with the yeah. dual curve I, You know, honestly, from my money, I never, I never liked the... The split between the S7 and the S7 Edge, I thought, right. just make it the Edge. The I mean, edge, that's a beautiful yeah, I phone. I agree. I completely like, agree. I mean, I know it's, it was always a little bit more expensive, but like, why would you not go for the prettier version? I, I just think that uh, at that time, it was more of an experimental thing mm -hmm. for them. They just wanted to make sure the market is ready for something yeah. like that, which is why they probably brought out the flat. Which is so well. funny when you really think about it objectively, because it's like, why? Like, it's just, it's not... I mean, it's a different design, fine, but it's like we're not children. <laughs> like it looks not like we were. Go we're gonna like the nice-looking phone set. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, no, I agree. I agree. I think it's just Samsung after the what was it? The S5 didn't perform yeah. that well, right? The mm -hmm. S4 was great, yes. but the S5 sort of sent yeah. a little bit of message on there. Mm -hmm. So the S6 was a completely revamped mm -hmm. product. And they right? had they that with the Note Edge. What was it called? That one, the Samsung. That's right. The S Note. Five or was it the Note Four? Note Four. That was the Note Four. four. Or no, Note Four. Five. Yeah. Five didn't and they had that. They had that. Four edge, had the edge. But on like, side, I yes. think there must have been a meeting at Samsung where they were like, "Okay, we've made this phone with the Edge. Everybody loves the look of it. Nobody likes the utility of the stupid <laughs> Edge. Just double it, mirror it, yeah. and put it on all the phones without any use. Uh, I, would, or I mean, minimal use. Look at the Note Seven. I mean, what a fantastic, yeah. what a beautiful product that That's was. That's just, you know, just fantastic. It's unfortunate what happened with it, but. Mm -hmm. You know, beautiful phone and just shows you the direction that Samsung is headed in terms of design. Yeah. Um, it does have a headphone jack, mm -hmm. which apparently the S8 doesn't, which no. is really sad. I mean, if that's yeah. that's the truth of it, I, I, I am with you on that. I wish companies don't follow Apple blindly. And, yeah. You know, I, I, I do think a headphone jack is still mm -hmm. needed. I, I don't think we're there yet. Yeah, we're not there. But, um, oh, well, that's uh, the headphone jack kind of goes away and I'm going to put yeah, another segment here. I'm going to pull one out for my headphone jack, buddies. <laughs> So just like the headphone jack is going away, mm. BlackBerry is going away yeah. with smartphones <laughs> as well. Yeah, <laughs> I'm you, on a man. roll today, Kicking aren't I? Kicking ass with these <laughs> So yeah, I was with um, BlackBerry today, mm -hmm. and uh, they've officially announced that they're not going to be making any phones from, from their end. They will be working with partners is that, like TCL. Okay, so globally? Or globally, okay. absolutely. So they're going to be working with partners like TCL, and there are a couple in Malaysia and a couple in India sure. as well. They're going to be uh, working with their partners to create phones that offer the BlackBerry experience, mm -hmm. which means that they will be secured down mm -hmm. to the T. Um, and they will come with the BlackBerry suite of applications, such as the Hub or BBM yeah, Messenger, or whatever yeah. it is that you have on there. Uh, but they're not going to be making any phones by themselves anymore. That's so there's not going to be any more BlackBerry that's phone. That's an interesting move. It, uh, I think it is. I, Probably going to save them a lot of money. It, it will. And it's interesting because, I mean, they... they, they they jumped on the Android bandwagon mm. literally a year ago. Yeah. I mean, the Priv came out in November of mm. uh, 2015. So it's just That's been right, a little yeah. over a year. And now they sort of, after releasing three models, yeah. the Priv and then the DTEC 15. Which is a lot, of, a lot of phones for a period of a year. Absolutely. And you, can, you guarantee they were working on some other ones as well, right? Oh, for like sure. They must have just gone in the bin. For sure. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a, I wonder if there was any long-term planning, um, you know, when they switched to Android, because mm. what was the point of switching to Android for just a year? Was it just a matter of making sure their software works on Android so yeah. they can then support... That could have possibly been it. I mean, you know, I'm sure they went into it with... They must have gone into it with two strategies, mm. saying, look, let's try the Android thing, see how it works. If not, right. we have the software. We've got the software. We've got we the software, sort of and that. then, you know, I mean, whether that's going to work is remains to be seen. Right. It's probably the smart play for them, unfortunately. No, for I think sure. As, as you know... If they'd done this maybe five years ago, who knows if it would have helped, right? The, the thing like, is that five years ago, their phones were still selling. Yeah. You know, they were still selling. It's just over the last three years or mm. two to three years when they've really taken a hit mm -hmm. uh, with their phone sales. I still love the Passport. I think yeah. it's such a fantastic <laughs> you, device. Just I love you, it. mate. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's just something that's so different to everything yeah. else that's out there. And that's what I love about it. Fair. Um, you know, great phone. Unfortunately, not much of a feature for it. No. Um, but yeah, so they are sort of moving into the uh, enterprise security mm -hmm. space. And I think that's a good place for them to mm. be in. I mean, they're known for their security. And uh, considering the number of 
hacks that we've seen recently, mm. you know, whether it's your uh, IoT device just setting a DDoS mm. or um, Target that yeah. got hacked using their air conditioning system. Right, right, things. right. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, if you have that, security is going to be mm. pretty I much it, it's, on it's a big, top it's a big market, every, yeah, In absolutely. fact, I always say if, you, if people who have kids get your kids to... Uh, Either one learn programming or two get into security because no, that's absolutely. the only jobs that are going to be around For in the sure. future. For sure. Um, yeah, I mean it's funny. It's funny that you say that with BlackBerry moving out of, of their traditional business and now uh, just to mention Nokia. Uh-huh. And if you've read this news about them, in. yeah, that's moving true. back into the business, that's but right. only in China at the moment. Yes. But it's it's but funny. They do to have something planned for MWC. So yes. That's another manufacturer. Yeah. The rumor. Yeah. There's rumors, which will be cool to see. I mean, whether that's a smart move from them, who knows. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, the Android space is so crowded. It's, it's so crowded. It's so freaking crowded. And yeah. you've got and like Huawei's and Samsung's <laughs> and HTC's and everybody's making a good phone. You know, yeah. I haven't seen a bad phone in the last year or so. No, you know, no, they're, they're exactly. all the, and they're all. And it's not that they're all struggling, but I, they must. You know, there's so struggling for market share. I would say, right? Exactly. Because the top Absolutely. three aren't going to give any elbow room to the rest of them. Absolutely. I mean, you look at a company as big as Sony and mm. the product, the XZ is a fantastic phone. Yeah. It's a beautiful Android phone with all the latest specs, great mm. camera. And they're struggling as well. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I don't know how Nokia is. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I don't think Nokia could trade on the name alone. Like, I don't think people yeah. are going to go, cool, I'm going to buy a Nokia phone exactly. because it's super retro. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, that's not going to happen. That, but I mean, when you look at the kids, I mean, they don't even know what Nokia is. Exactly. You know, yeah. There's no yeah. way what, are they going to market it to years. us? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's. I mean, again, I, I'm interested to see with BlackBerry. It puts them a little bit out of my purview, I think, with the kind of stuff we do on the magazine. Uh, but, um, you know, I think it seems like the right move for them. Maybe Nokia should license BlackBerry. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Knockberry or Blackia or Black whatever Black it is that they want. <laughs> Friends, you well, should probably you know. mention that to them. I guess so. Uh, Copyright behind the bites. Old farts like me, you know, who <laughs> still love the hardware keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, good. So one more point that we have over here is the Nintendo Switch. Yes. Uh, I, I, I'm... I game every now and then. I'm not mm-hmm. a hardcore gamer, uh, but the device looks nice. I mean, yeah. I, I was looking at it and it's like pretty cool. Yeah, very, it's very cool. yeah. I mean, there was a lot of rumors around the Switch before it was announced. It was sort of codenamed the NX, um, with people kind of wondering what it would be. Would it be some kind of hybrid? Uh, you know, how what could Nintendo do after the pretty much abysmal failure that the Wii U was, which is. And yeah, I mean, you know, that's, that's their own fault. <laughs> the messaging on that system was just a shocking oh. mess. Um, but uh, but yeah, so the, the Switch was announced earlier last year. And then uh, at the beginning of this week, no, end of last week, we got yeah. pricing details right. and uh, availability announcements. What so do you think of the price? $299? I, yeah, I think it's okay. Yeah. I th- Unfortunately, you can get a, a, a PlayStation 4 and an Xbox for cheaper Pretty mu- exactly. with games. That's what I was going to so, say. So, yeah, it's, it's... But that whole portability angle to mm-hmm. it, does that excite you? I It does, man. I mean, I haven't owned a, a Nintendo console since the Wii. Um, which I liked, but again, the problem with Nintendo is you have to be really invested in Nintendo as a company right. to buy one because you're only going to get Nintendo games, which are all of stellar quality. Like, there's sure. nothing to that. Um, you know, the Mario's are always good, Zelda's mm-hmm. always good. The problem is, is it can be a bit of burnout because it's like sometimes it's just the same stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, n- Zelda has a formula, Mario has a formula, sure. but Nintendo have programmers and, and level designers that work for them that know how to work very well within that formula to create great games. Got it. Um, the Switch has got this sort of gimmick where you can use it as a home console that docks yes. with your television and then walk away with it, pick it up, plug in some controllers uh, on the Joy-Cons, which is I, it's a <laughs> dirty word. I don't like <laughs> saying that word. Um, and, uh, and then walk away with it and use it as a portable device right. uh, with no loss in fidelity. Three hours of battery life right. or something. Which like. are, uh, three to six, they three say. Six, but, right. um, but let's be honest, it's going to be about three and a half. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, and it's, it's an um, interesting, amazing concept. And it's kind of what we've always wanted as gamers, right? If you really think about it, That's you want to be able to take the same game and play it wherever you are. You know, um, you know, Sony kind of promised that with the Vita. To a certain extent, it didn't really happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, even they kind of promised that with their their smartphone strategy as well. Mm. You're able to stream exactly. PlayStation the games, PS4 but it's. Play, yeah. I mean, it, it it you know it works when it works, and it right. depends on your internet connection. But this is like physically on the device. Um, what something that I, I wanted to discuss and get your opinion on as well is that a lot of people are sort of positioning this as a counter to what Microsoft and Sony are doing. 
with their, their home consoles. But what if Nintendo's actual tech is to go up against Apple and, right. and mobile gaming in general? It has a, it has a 720p touchscreen, mm-hmm. which to be fair, they haven't shown anybody using in any of the videos, which is a bit odd. Um, but what, what that allows is then you're able to take things, you know, games that you can get on Android, for instance, or, or iPhone, right. and port them to the Switch put them in that so super mario run for instance which has come out on on ios why not put that on the nintendo switch as well i mean there may be deals or whatever or similar type of games right so here's here's how i'm looking at mm -hmm. it i'm looking at it from a completely opposite uh, view that you are um mario that was released on ios was number one on the app store correct and it made shit loads of money from what i know so if I'm the CEO of Nintendo and I'm looking at it, I'm like, wait a minute, on iOS, mm-hmm. I've got Mario, which mm-hmm. made 15, 20, 30 million dollars, yeah. so whatever it is. And I'm looking at Switch, which I don't know yet, isn't released yet. Mm-hmm. If it does get released, well, if it, it does get released, obviously, uh, will they make as much money out of that? And if, you know, if you're making more money out of iOS, which mm-hmm. is already in the hands of yeah, millions, millions of people, of people yeah. uh is it a good business decision to sort of just come out with your own console which to cannibalize you know, that exactly, market. I don't, exactly no i mean i don't think so but i don't think that they should stop making games for ios you in don't, fact, i think right. that's a smart idea for nintendo in fact it's stupid that they've taken this long to do it no absolutely let's be honest and there's and there's a case to be made that nintendo should stop making consoles and Look, simply Sega went software. out of that business as well exactly long although they you know, Although they didn't, yeah, they didn't, yeah, they didn't capitalize the yeah. software side of things. Yeah, well, yeah right. I agree. But that, that's that's a different yeah. story. But but the smartphone in the picture, I think, is a mm. whole different ballgame yeah. now. And if Nintendo can make Mario Kart or Zelda mm. uh, available on iOS mm-hmm. and offer that portability or mm. multiplayer aspect, mm. you know, using that using mm-hmm. that with iOS, for example. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm. I mean, I. I I saw the Switch. Mm. It's an interesting device. I don't think I'm ever going to buy one. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, between the time that I do get to play game, I'd either enjoy it on my home console, mm-hmm. and then if that's the case, then PlayStation Four or sure. Xbox are a lot more powerful and cheaper, as you mentioned mm. as well, and, and potentially have the games that you want to play. Absolutely. And then the device that Nintendo is sort of selling you—it's not portable enough to be a phone with you all day. It's too right. big. You to still be need something. a bag. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'd much rather than just have my phone in my pocket. Yeah. And um, in fact, I preferred the strategy that uh, Microsoft was the one that sort of um, did this with their phones and Xbox and PC, where, you know, you start a game on one platform, you can continue it on another platform. Mm-hmm. That didn't take off well for them, but they did give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And hope maybe in the future, I'm not saying it, might, it works on Microsoft, but I mean, if you've got your iPhone that's powerful enough to play consoles, you mm-hmm. go home, you turn on AirPlay, you know, you throw it to your um, Apple TV or a TV, yeah. whatever well, it is. Well, I think this you know? is where Apple have missed the, like, they could have done this. They Apple's could. They could have done so this, many man. levels. I mean, we, even when you look at the Alexa that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. that's the Siri was out way before anybody else. It's fun. Like, okay, I mean, it's they just... are they are the biggest tech company in the world, so they're poised to be uh, uh, possible to do many things, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess you can only gamble on certain things. I'll look at also, HP. Doesn't stop them from well, no, making pretty no. crappy devices across yeah, every right. single sector <laughs> they're in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and I suppose if the if the iPhone is making hand over fist. Uh, money, then you're not going to really want to jeopardize that by right. doing other, like, why waste your time when sure. you can just sell iPhones? But, I mean, like you said, with the Apple TV, I mean, that should have been the device, yeah, right? Absolutely. That should have been the device that lets you switch, I mean, put the game from your iPhone right. onto the device exactly. and also control your smart yes. home with your voice, right? Yes. Like, that's, that's yeah. why it's not happening? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, but within, in the second Nintendo, I think... They're an interesting company because they forge their own path every time, right? People try and kind of match them up against Sony, Microsoft, even Apple to this extent. But really, they, Nintendo are the kind of company that are like, you know what, we're just, we're just doing our thing right. over here. And sometimes it works really well, like the first Wii, which yeah. just went gangbusters. Sure. And sometimes it doesn't. Like you look at the Virtual Boy that came out in the 90s, which is the right. flop. Right? Even like, the Wii U, for example. Yeah, even the Wii U, exactly. Yeah. Um, but what it seems they've done with this console is they've kind of taken the best elements of the Wii U, the Nintendo DS... And, and just sort of Nintendo's game library and, and put it all into one and said, hey, we're hedging our bets on this. Look at this. It's a home console that you, you can play Zelda when you're on the train. Um, funnily enough, they've also said that they're, they're continuing to support the DS mm-hmm. or the 3DS uh, w- as a separate system. 
I don't know if that's going to so if they're going to end up cannibalizing the market for their their, right, their um, portable their portable stuff, which right. is a huge market for them in Japan, yeah. uh, in all parts of the world. Really, it's massive. Like that thing continues to make money um, far more than we ever did. Like in in total. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, they they kind of do their own thing. I I I'm excited for the DS. I want it to be good because right. I think Nintendo need a win after the shock that was the Wii U, but um, we'll see. So let me ask you this. If the Switch doesn't sell well, do you mm-hmm. think they're done for with the hardware? Mm. Do you think they can afford another Wii U? Uh, yeah. I mean, they've got a lot of... They're sitting on a lot from that Wii money and uh, right. and that DS money, so they right. could probably go another round. Whether they should is another thing. I mean, wouldn't... It, at the end of it, I mean, wouldn't it just be nice to have a Mario game on an Xbox? Sure. I mean, you've what got is Mario that? On your what is that? Now, right? Exactly. So what does that world look like, right? From, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What does that world look like, and why not? Exactly. Because so. then you sell. I would. They would sell double, triple the amount of copies that they do now on a system. Absolutely. That, yeah. And I, I again, I wouldn't be surprised if they sort of head down the whole software route mm-hmm. as well. It's uh, you know, they've had a great run mm-hmm. on hardware, starting from the NES. Yeah. But I think it's time that Nintendo sort of realizes that this is a different you know, yeah, a market different and a different market. time that, yeah. that they were successful at. Um, I, I wish them luck. I, I definitely wish yeah. them luck with the Switch, but I, I'm personally not holding my breath for one, you know. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm probably not getting one. Yeah, yeah, fair. I will probably bite the bullet. I didn't pre-order those, so who knows, but I'm sure once they come out, I'm, I believe probably will be in Europe when it gets released, so <laughs> probably pick one up. Well, with that, I think we're going to call it a day. Cool. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe on Mm -hmm. iTunes. We are also on Pocket Casts and everywhere else. And soon to be Stitcher Radio. I'm looking into that. I got asked if we were on Stitcher and uh, we're not, so I'm figuring out how to do that. Nice, nice. Let's get a few more episodes in as well. I'm going to try to see if I can push my Apple connection and kind of see if we can get this featured on iTunes as well, yeah, nice. which would be kind of nice to Very be there. Cool. Um, sorry, just one last topic that I sort mm. of want to leave you with. Uh, last week was the 10th anniversary of the iPhone announcement. Yes. Uh, 10 years. That's time a flies, long time. It really it? does. Time flies. It really does. And technology changes. Oh, so much. But that's the funny thing. I mean, I kind of went and saw the presentation again mm. from Steve Jobs. You know, it's a fantastic presentation. Yeah. It's like a master at its work. Yeah. Uh, and... You look at the iPhone, the first iPhone that was out there. Yeah. It's still a touchscreen device with just one button at the mm-hmm. bottom, you know, a couple of buttons on the side with the switch yeah. rocker. Uh, the ports have changed. You don't have a 30 pin connector. Mm. The headphone, you know, jack's gone as well. But I mean, essentially, it's exactly the same device yeah. that was 10 years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, slightly bigger, obviously, a yeah. lot more powerful and stuff. And I look at the first Android, which was the first Nexus device, mm-hmm. which was um, sort of like landscape keyboard that flipped mm-hmm. up with a scrolling wheel yeah. as well on top, <laughs> you know. It's interesting how you've got these two companies, both mm. of which are fantastic now, yeah. but one of them has stuck to their original vision mm-hmm. of what a device should be, and the second one has gone through so many iterations, mm. so many iterations. And landed at almost the device, the design at, of the, exactly, the other at the company. Exactly, the one that yeah. the first one came out to. Yeah. It's quite it's why, that's what I when, when the iPhone 6 initially announced, I, I think I tweeted, that they've just the design is just the they've gone they've gone with the original iPhone yeah. design right like absolutely it's yeah. as similar as it can get right it, I it mean is. it was a lovely design I always thought it looked a bit like a bar of soap but like you a, know it's yeah. uh, it's uh, I guess it it's a classic design that's sort yeah. of, you know stuck with the rest of the phone industry mm. yeah and and uh, and g- interesting to see what they're going to do for the tenth year yeah looking so forward it'll to it'll be that. an interesting twelve months good so with that cool. um, we're gonna see you or. Come back to you next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, Bavisha is going to be out of his jet lag. Yes. He can join <laughs> us as well. And yeah, that's it for this week. Yeah, cool. It's and about if you signing out, Aja Farrelly on Twitter. I'm, I'm at Mike Priest on Twitter. Thanks Let's for listening. Follow us, rate us five stars. Yeah.